It's a new year, and you know what that means. New leggings and a new fleece. Yes, so we can look good and be comfy while we contemplate exercising. Exactly. We've teamed up with Donegal Athleisure brand Fit Pink Fitness to offer one lucky listener or someone in their life a new fleece and leggings. A fleece and leggings and a pair of New Balance are truly the Irish girl off-duty uniform. Thank you for your service. <laughs> the New Balance will not be included in this giveaway. No. Fit Pink <laughs> Fitness focus on quality and style with their Irish-designed fitness wear. I love their leggings. I've had my pair for years. Yep, so whether you're squatting to do another load of laundry left over for Christmas or mm. actually working out in the gym... They are the best leggings by far. And their new range of fleece jackets, which we are proud owners of, are so cosy. Perfect for throwing on after the gym or heading out for a nice wintry walk. Agreed. They're ideal for wearing on walks or as go-to weekend loungewear. It's just so handy to grab a fleece. Fit Pink Fitness fleeces are long line and bum covering. Mm-hmm. Also, it's, to support, it's good to support a local brand when creating the Irish Girl uniform. Keep her local. Mm-hmm. To see the products for yourself, head to fitpinkfitness.com and to enter our competition, go to at nootherpack underscore pod on Instagram and find our Fit Pink competition post. If you're not on Instagram, find us on WhatsApp channels by searching no other crack and react to the Fit Pink Fitness post. You can also follow Fit Pink on Instagram at fitpinkfitness and read thousands of positive reviews on their website. This competition will run till the 26th of January. So thank you once again to our January sponsor, Fit Pink Fitness. Welcome to episode 73 of No Other Crack Pod and Happy New Year to you all. Episode 73, take down your tree. Oh, how good. Just made that up there because I'm looking at your Christmas tree. I know. <laughs> I was actually directing that at you. <laughs> <laughs> Just to note, we are recording this on the 4th of January, so I will not be taking down my tree until the 6th of January. So you're one of those people. Like a good... Irish Catholic girl. <laughs> little, little woman. <laughs> yeah. So would you always keep up the decorations till the 6th of January? Yeah, but I don't know if it's superstition or just laziness. I always love my tree and my decorations. I, I had to it take, very hard to take them down. I had to take the tree down. Oh, because yours was, de- was real. It was decomposing in the hall. I was like, oh. Yeah. I, it's funny because... Anytime we've ever had a real tree, it just never did that. It never died. No, it never went all brown and stuff. And I think it's maybe because previous houses we lived in were cold or something. Yeah, I think the underfloor heating really yeah, I kills think that the tree. To do with it. Apparently, it does. Mm. And the fact that we put our, we were told to put it in like, you know, you put it in water and you brace mm. it. Mm-hmm. We just like found a. It was actually an old like beer bucket thing mm-hmm. ice bucket i should say yeah. and we just filled that with sand and we stuck the tree in it. oh yeah so the tree was just dehydrated well, like we were pouring i poured in a mixture like water a bit of vodka very liquid sugar vodka mm. vodka yeah 
But like it was, it stayed living for a while. Apparently the vodka helped it live. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bleach as well. I threw in a bit of bleach. Cheapers. <laughs> a deadly cocktail. Yeah. So no, it survives it is nice to freshen up the house, but I, I love the the way the Christmas tree decorations look and everything. And I always feel in the house is so barren without them for a week or two. It really does look barren after. But I think Darren Carr was right. Christmas is too long. <laughs> well, you two think... I actually don't think this, but you two do think it. I think I had a nice lead-in time to my Christmas. I'm quite satisfied with the duration and length. I feel like maybe because I was at Christmas markets at the last weekend in November. Oh, yeah. I You're, peaked too high. Yeah, you did peak soon, actually. Peaked too soon, even. And then Darren had kind of holidays a little bit earlier than everyone else as well. So that could be why you feel like that. Anyway, oh, whoa, me. I went to Christmas markets. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was very grateful for Christmas. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. Now moving on, January 2024. Mm-hmm. Have you watched much over the Christmas period? Yeah, but I don't want to talk about the Christmas no, no, no. things I watched. So, and then I didn't watch that much else. But we've both seen Saltburn by now, so we have to mention that because <laughs> okay. that's what everybody's talking about. Yeah, I was nearly going to leave that to last because I was like, there was a lot to digest in it. Mm-hmm. But I, like, I would like to start off by saying I, I absolutely loved it. Like, I would give it fri- five ripe avocados. Mm. I yeah, think I give it four point five. Mm. Why are you knocking off a half for the four disturbing scenes? No, because like I am so desensitized. Like I didn't even find them that bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do uh, it's more. The intention behind the scenes yeah, is you worse than the visual of the scene. Okay. So, like, without mm-hmm. spoiling anything to anybody, because everybody knows just the, the code names, like bathtub scene, mm-hmm. graveyard scene. like Vampire. Vampire scene. It's just that they're very, like, sociopathic, seedy scenes. And they go on a little bit too long, but I don't feel like they're that graphic. Were they warranted, Marie? Yeah, like, I feel like they probably were because it just adds to that Mm -hmm. whole, like, creepy, sociopathic, intense vibe of the film. Yeah, I can't say that, like, they needed to leave them out, bar maybe the vampire one. (laughs) I think if I had to leave one out, it'd be the grave one. No, I think I'd take the grave over the bathtub now. <laughs> I, I gagged at the bathtub. <laughs> I just had read so much about the bathtub scene. I knew it was coming and I just sort of, oh, I covered my eyes. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> oh, oh God, oh God. And can I just say, well, like I'd say most listeners now that are listening <laughs> have seen Saltburn. And if you haven't, like, check it out, but it is fairly disturbing in four scenes Mm -hmm. but the bathtub just cover your ears now for a few minutes if you haven't seen it but the bathtub one like I found it more disturbing that it was just bath water regardless of what was in the bath water yeah dirty bath water yeah I suppose like positives Barry Keown was unreal in it now his accent as we both had kind of Mm -hmm. said was very up and down but his acting was superb his acting was amazing, but yeah, the, the accent was a bit, like, he went from Scouse to 
deep Dublin. Mm-hmm. It's like Midlands or something. Yeah, it was very strange. Um, Emerald Fennell, the director, actually wanted to cast Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Like, it would have been yeah. so different had that been the case. I just think he's too clean for it. Mm. And too, like, proper. Yeah. It's kind of given a whole revival now, a fashion revival, which I love from that kind of like 2006 to 12 era, like sort of Topshop, Made in Chelsea, mm-hmm. Prince Harry's girlfriend, that sort of aesthetic. And it was set in 2006, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. So can I correct you there now for something you just said? Mm. Very. Oh, it's Kyogen. Isn't that the way it's I supposed to be? I'm never going to say that, though. was flabbergasted because I'd watched a few videos on YouTube and they were saying Barry Kilgan mm-hmm. and I was like why do they all keep saying his name like that mm. and then I read his name isn't pronounced Barry Keown. I know he doesn't pronounce his name Barry Keown. he says the G is not silent that's mad though I, I think he's wrong about <laughs> <laughs> his own name I think he's pronouncing mm-hmm. his own name wrong because I heard the director saying that in an interview um, she's like real posh British accent and everything but I was like well she definitely can't have gotten it wrong if, you know she knows him well and oh she I know it was that Jacob Lordy like, that I heard saying his name and I was yeah. like how could they be acting alongside him and have the name wrong but mm-hmm. no it's very very good the director yeah. she did Promising Young Woman as well and mm-hmm. I loved that movie I just think it's so hard to get a film maybe this is just my own attention <laughs> span but it's so hard to get a film that you're completely enthralled in that you don't want to like pick up your phone yeah it's very immersive it is very like you can't keep your eyes off it mm-hmm. so for that alone it's worth it and i enjoyed yeah. the ending yeah yeah and the oh and the very last scene was very good mm. murder on the dance floor yeah and sophie ellis baxter must be delighted she's having a bit of a revival now yeah so that's great, great for her. I hope she wrote it. Darren, I wonder, could you fact check that? Whether the song? She, yeah. Like, did she, I know she performed it, but did she write it? Because that's the only way she's going to make money out of this. So would she make no money if she didn't write it? Depends what kind of contract she has, but most royalties would go to the songwriter. <gasps> and like, it's a tune. I kind of mm. forgot how good it was. Mm. I'd say she probably did write it. Hopefully. Do you think? Okay. Uh, you, she's a co-writer. A co-writer. Oh. So she'll be doing all right. Would she? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you know these things, Marie. Yeah. yeah. So the only other thing that I watched that I'd like to mention, it's not new or anything, but Happy Valley. Have you ever watched that show? No. Oh my gosh. Five ripe avocados. It's so good. Talk about immersive. I My phone is on the floor when I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it is down the side of the armchair and I don't care. It's so good. Tell me, tell me the premise. Um, it is set in, is it Yorkshire or in Yorkshire? So they have this accent. Oh, uh, God. And it's like fucking Emmerdale mixed with making a murderer or something. Is Postman Pat from Yorkshire? Yeah, they all talk oh, like him. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you sound it like there. Because yeah, that's the way they chat. Like the main character is Ruth Lancashire. Is that what you call that actress or no? Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Lancashire. So she used to be in Carnation Street before our time, I think. And now she's like, she's the serious actress in this. And she plays a policewoman in this town, this valley in Yorkshire, where 
all this like real bad crime happens because it's so rural there's lots of drugs crime boredom everything so she's in the police force and she has to deal with all this stuff but in the meantime she's had a very traumatic traumatic past and some of her past is coming to the fore and there's a whole big kidnapping storyline in it as well that she becomes embroiled in and every single episode you're there's only six episodes in the first season but you are on a cliffhanger at the end of each one there's so many recognizable actors in it um the actress that played Siobhan in Love Hate is in it. She's very, very good. Oh, is she in it? I just um, see there. It's just great. That Siobhan Finnernan. Yeah. Yeah, Finnernan. she's in a load of those Harlan Coben. Yeah, and she was in Benidorm as well. Mm. She's great. They, she plays the main character's sister, and you would swear they were sisters. Oh, and Steve Pemberton is in it as well, who Who's also he? was in Benidorm. So that's a husband and wife that was the main who husband is, and I wife. Wonder. You know, he Sorry. was. I never watched Ben. He was in the League of Gentlemen as well. Oh yeah, he's in season two. Okay. We've just started season two, so we finished season one. There, at the start of the week would give it a hundred percent. Like it's such a good show, and it's one of those shows too. Remember we were saying before where I was a bit like, oh, it's too. Like English police, yeah, blah blah blah. I'm not gonna relate to it or enjoy it. And then Darren read loads of good reviews about it, and we decided to go for it. And it's on Netflix. Oh, we watch it in RTE Player. Oh, RTE don't we? RTE Player, you really? Yeah. No, maybe it's not on Netflix. Yeah, so Happy Valley, really enjoying it. And the and season two, do you know who's in it? Um, you know the actress that plays Moaning Myrtle in Harry Potter. Yes. And she is creepy as hell. Does she still sound like Moaning yeah. Myrtle? Because Darren was like, doesn't know who Moaning Myrtle is, and he was like, "What's wrong with that doll's voice?" It's <laughs> like that, that's her voice. Myrtle. Yeah, so that's my TV guide. So sorry, it's not on Netflix. It's on RT Player. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm definitely gonna watch that. Yeah, it's class. So what I watched, binged actually, is the show "Fool Me Once." Oh, you watched it. Which is trending on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Why did you say, oh, so you watched it? Is it just because you've seen loads about it? No, just because it's like new out and I knew it'd be your kind of show. But I oh, I thought it was only out this past few days. So I wasn't sure if you'd have watched it yet. Oh, I did. I binged it. <laughs> so it's a Harlan Coben. And I'm, I'm kind of getting sick of them now. Well, I think it's because the last one wasn't good. Now you're a wee bit. Maybe. Maybe. So, fool me once, Michelle Keegan's in it. Another Cory lady done good. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, so, it's about this lady, Michelle Keegan, who worked in the military. And she's back living at home. Her husband dies. A load of strange things happen. She has PTSD. Uh, there's loads of twists and turns. The acting is horrific at times, I think. But the twists and turns kind of make up for it. Hmm. So it's what I would call, have you heard the term, the background binge? Oh, the background binge? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you would be on your phone a wee bit? 100%. Mm. Catch up on Instagram. While watching of, it, we would have liked to a bit of life admin, a bit of online I thought it was, and yeah, <laughs> definitely clear out your emails for the new year. 
<laughs> oh, that is not selling it to me. No, like, like it's decent, but it's not gripping. No, the the acting I found absolutely terrible at times. <gasps> I hope it's not Emmett McNulty. I love him. Who's Emmett McNulty? Don't know who he is in it, but he is in it. He's is an he? Irish actor. He was in Hollyoaks, and I loved him. He played Brendan. In Hollyoaks, you watched Hollyoaks. Yeah, I loved Hollyoaks when I was younger. That's a very strange thing. <laughs> I would never have expected you to say. So what's your man's name? <laughs> Emmett McNulty, I think. Or no, Emmett Scanlon, maybe. Emmett McNulty could be so Oh, yeah. Dude. Sorry, I do know him. Yeah, he is in it. And it's his acting good. Yeah. I, f- I just find Michelle Keegan's very hard to watch at times. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> it's just really cheesy and cringe. And you times. finished it all. Yes, you watched it all? Like, I did. And this is your And the twists and turns, they did kind of make up for it and it ended very satisfying. Oh, that's good. But at the same time, yeah, there's points in it you're like, why am I watching this? Mm. <laughs> but I would still give it a good three ripe avocados that's out of five. Much. But you could definitely watch it with one eye on your phone and one eye on it. Mm. It's good to know that. I'm not um, really selling it, am I? I might still watch it. Oh, it's worth the watch. Um, A lot of British people were given out saying, oh, the set director clearly isn't from the UK because the houses were so decadent in relation to the jobs that the people who own them have. Well, fun fact, the main house, who is owned by Michelle Keegan's mother-in-law, who's paid, played by the actress, you know, that's in Absolutely Fabulous, that was oh, in... Oh, Joanna Lumley. Yes. That was in Wolf of Wall Street as well. Uh, so that house that she owns is a big estate house. It's the same house that was in Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. I think I saw a meme or something about that. Mm, fun fact. There so you go. Yeah, it is still worth the watch, but please watch it because I'm dying to know what you think of the acting. Mm, yeah, Darren, will we watch it after Happy Valley? Terrence is okay, but he doesn't look too enthusiastic. But we will. Or I'll do it, watch it on my own if you really don't want to. There's eight episodes. I don't mean to sound so sad. But they could have they definitely could have done it in six episodes. Mm. But oh so well. that was all my watching. So recommendations we're gonna we're changing up the format somewhat, very slightly. So we're going to do our recommendations now. I have such a sad recommendation. Uh, Go for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, what age am I? Oh, well, I have two two recommendations. Mm-hmm. Actually, the two of them are probably pretty sad. But anyway, I got, I treated myself to a shark cordless vacuum. Oh, yeah. It's a great job. It's changed my life. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm cheating on Henry. Yeah, but Henry and Hetty are crap. They're good suction. Well, I don't find Hetty very good. Hedy. Sorry, Darren's looking at me going, when do you hoover? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it just annoyed me with Henry and you'd be pulling him and then he's like looking around the corner <laughs> and banging into the wall. Him. You're like, oh. come on, Henry. Oh, Jesus. I know. I know. I hate them. I hate them. They're so cumbersome. <laughs> yes. They're so cute, but they're so awkward. I feel like there could be a horror movie. It's like Five Nights at Freddy's. Except it's Henry Hoover that comes alive at night. And is like, I'm going to kill that shark cordless. Yeah. <laughs> so the shark cordless is just 
changed your life fully. I think it's good. I was too cheap to go for a Dyson. I couldn't justify the price difference. The price difference is only marketing anyway, so. Oh, oh. Do you think? Yeah, definitely. You're paying for the Dyson brand and what yeah. it represents. Well, do you know what I like on the Shark Cordless Hoover? It has a little light on the top of it. So when you're hoovering, it shines a light on what you're hoovering. Oh, that's so handy. I thought it was, I thought it was nifty. I do. Darren, maybe if, I, if we get one, I'll hoover. Because <laughs> yeah. I hate hoovering. And this is so bad. Like, I have like low blood pressure and I get really dizzy when I hoover. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't <laughs> mean that's, to laugh. That's even worse whenever like our Hetty, her nose keeps popping off. Oh. And then you have to like tape it back on. It doesn't anymore. I fixed that. Oh, I would like it's a balls. I think you don't like hoovering because Makes you haven't dizzy. you haven't been matched Scratch up with the right hoover. Yeah. I think you need to get I think you need to get a cordless. How much are we talking here? So it was in Curry's two hundred and thirty euro. That's not too bad. For a forty minute runtime. Now you could pay about a hundred euro more for that for a two hour runtime. I was like, who the heck is gonna hoover for two hours? Not me. No, 40 minutes. If you can't get your Hoover done in 40 minutes, there's something wrong with you, not the Hoover. <laughs> hmm. Because um, it's so funny, too, because on TikTok, there'll be a lot of people comparing the shark hair styling tool mm-hmm. to the Dyson air wrap. Yes. The shark always comes out as the, the top styling tool over well, the Dyson. Funny, my cousin Sinead, shout out to Sinead, <laughs> she got a shark one for Christmas. Hmm. And amazing results. Oh, brilliant. So I think, no, I haven't used it myself, but I think maybe you're right with the marketing. Oh, yeah, that's all it is, because I'm sure the components are the same. They could be made in the same factory. Dyson, if you if you want to sponsor an episode. Yeah, work away. Send us a couple of wraps and we'll <laughs> soon change your minds. <laughs> Buy our souls. <laughs> so that was one of my recommendations, Shark Hoarders Vacuum. And... Do you know what? I wouldn't even be opposed to... Like, would you be offended if Darren bought you Hoover? No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. No, well, if Darren bought me a Hoover, I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> I'd be offended if Darren bought you a Hoover. <laughs> Darren. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like. I think it's amazing. No, well, now, I suppose... Some, some women could read well, wrong into it. And also, I suppose it's like... I wouldn't be offended if Darren bought me a Hoover because I'm in a stage where I'm quite happy to receive appliances and I don't really want to have to buy them with my own money. If any it's not men that it represents me being like domestically tied to household chores. <laughs> Fair enough. I just want to get that feminist line in there. If any men are listening that are in relationships less than two years, please do not buy your significant other a Hoover. <laughs> Because I, I know some of my friends have received things like pots and pans. No, a pot and pan. No. And was very offensive. But also in one instance, uh, like an iconic, legendary friend of mine received pots and pans. And she is divorced from that husband. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. But what if said woman was a budding chef? No, she wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, she's a great chef, but like, so I am sometimes like the thought of getting domestic appliances and pots and pans and crockery as a gift does scare me after her experience. Yeah, I get that. But maybe if 
you dropped a few hints and you said you wanted something like that. Yeah, exactly. If that's what you want, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. But yeah, don't surprise someone with <laughs> a frying pan. Because <laughs> a frying pan would be a good one too. <laughs> and at the minute, I wouldn't mind a nice non-stick pan either. You should have bought Darren an air fryer for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I should have for the crack. <laughs> I think Bo on it. It would have been great. Mm. So that was one of my recommendations. And then the other recommendation is you had sent me on something earlier on Instagram but over the Christmas period, I used, I don't even know what to call it now. Would you call it to tape? I wouldn't call it to tape. It's Perky's Wonder Tape, but it's like those skims things. Oh, yeah. Like, that is game changing. Mm. Although I did feel like I was, after coming out of surgery, going out at night. Because I had <laughs> that much so tape on. Up. But, geez, it's game changing. Mm. So I got the brand Perky's Wonder Tape in mm. pennies. And I thought it was great. Mm. And let me just tell you all, I would have put the tape to the test. But it was... You had a lively night out and... Very good. It held... Yeah. Held the cows in. Yeah. That's good to know, Perkies. And then there's another brand in Tesco, did you say? Well, that was a bodysuit. It's like a skims dupe. Oh, sorry, that was a... Mm. Oh. I just sent it to you because it said that there's a skims dupe black bodysuit in Tesco at the minute. Oh, mm. I thought it was tape as yeah, well. Yeah, no, Then I was just thinking, you couldn't just use any kind of tape, like bailing tape. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you try? I have very sensitive skin. It could be disaster. Mm, oh, my God. Imagine ripping that off in the morning. Yeah, so that was my just two recommendations. Hmm. If anyone is dubious about using Wonder Shape, do it. Do it. Except mm-hmm. for our male listeners. Yeah. Don't. Unless they want a tip. What tip? What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't recommend using the tape if you have a hairy chest, is my. Oh my God, this was just like an OG start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Shapewear or the tape is probably like I wouldn't even really need the tape though. You wouldn't need the tape. Not really. Depends. Okay. I suppose wearing like a halter neck dress or something, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Prime example. Yeah. Well, my recommendations are a book I'm reading at the minute. <laughs> I'm being so obnoxious about this book because it's so good. Um the one I'd sent you and Deirdre as well. For oh our yeah. Book club. So I my friend, oh, you read, you listened to the robot robotic audio book version of I'm it. I'm such a cheapskate, the free <laughs> audio book. I haven't listened to it all, I've only listened to half, but anyway, go yeah. on. You finished it, have you? Oh, well, I have about 10 pages left, I think. So my friend Sally gave me a book for Christmas called I Am a Badass at Making Money. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, And it's by um, Jen Sincero. And it's just so good, but... It's not even just about money. It's just all about mindset and goals, goal setting. Um, so Jen Sincero herself was sort of like a freelance writer and a musician. And she'd been kind of skirting through life, always making just about enough, but also feeling broke. And then she was in her 40s and she kind of just says, no, I, I this can't go on. I want to be wealthy. And she read a book. Now, I don't know what the original book was, but it was like a really stuffy book 
book about wealth generation by this old Wall Street guy. And mm-hmm. it was quite, you know, sexist and boring. But the principles were good. So then she thought, oh, I could write my own version of that book, you know, that's a little bit more attainable and funny. And she did. And this is the book. Did she steal your man's principles? Uh, no, she didn't. Because, well, I don't think so anyway. <laughs> she, I don't think she would have mentioned his book in her book if she did. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, that wasn't how she made her money, though. First, she just started doing different things like going to life coaching and then she also realized that she was really good at helping the people in the life coaching session to achieve their goals. So she then became a life coach. And then she also made this website called writethedamnbook.com where she was holding people accountable who always said they wanted to write a book. And she just kept finding all these different revenue streams and believing in herself and everything. And she documented it in this book. And I'm just really enjoying it. Wow. Again, I think I would enjoy reading the actual physical book. Yeah. As opposed to listening to this. <laughs> because it's very funny the way she writes. It's so comical. I've listened to her on a few podcasts too and she's good crack. So I don't know if the robot audio voice would do it justice. No, sometimes the tone doesn't get across. And then as I said to you, there's parts of it that are kind of like a workbook, aren't they? Mm. And the robots right now, it's like, ask the question and then it's like, answer here underscore 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 <laughs> underscore underscore no, it's just not the same like, vibe. <laughs> but anyway it no, was a free good. free access to it so i just mm-hmm. i just got a taster now i will well, you buy can the have mine when i'm finished now i'm nearly finished oh, i was kind of hinting yeah you can have my copy <laughs> i'll be like oprah you can have one and you can have one <laughs> So any recommendations? Oh, you gave yours. So now, oh, I'm so thrown. I know. We're shaking it up. Um, We now are going to kind of... <laughs> and now for the evening. A segue. Because <laughs> uh, we still have another bit to do. We're, we're kind of... So we polled our listeners and World Wide Web was kind of the segment that people not didn't like, but I guess liked least. So we're trying to sort of change it around and we're calling it more like trending topics. Yeah. So we were going to talk about something that's trending today, but I'll let Trish lead on it (laughs) because I have no interest in it at all. (laughs) Now, I don't want to start a domestic. So (laughs) earlier today... Calvin Klein. <laughs> Why am I getting breathless? <laughs> <laughs> Released their new ad who Jeremy Allen White of The Bear is posing in. A pair of Calvin Kleins <laughs> for your face. But anyway, I was just saying, I think he like broke the internet more than Kim Kardashian had, did the time she broke the internet. Mm. Which was 10 years ago, may I add. Oh my god. You know when Kim Kardashian had the champagne on her arse? Yeah, that was like 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. Oh my god. So here we are a decade later and Jeremy Allen White is breaking the internet. It is one of those pop culture moments because it was everywhere today. Absolutely everywhere. So the man can wear a white vest like that's that's just all I'll say. <laughs> I'm not mentioning anything about the Calvin Klein boxers. <laughs> <laughs> The comment sections are just hilarious. Absolutely hilarious, yeah. Like, it's all, like, compliments to the chef. Yes, chef. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then people are like, I'm so confused because I don't think they thought 
they found him attractive and they're still not sure. That's what so many people are writing in the comments. So many people are saying that. Yeah. They're going, also, I'm, when I'm I confused. sent it to you, to be honest, I did say attractive. Mm. I do think he's attractive. <laughs> but in the bear, yeah. Like we recently watched a few episodes of The American Shameless. Mm. And he was in that as lip. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch episodes no. of that? Yeah, he's He's got a big following from that as well. Yeah, I didn't realise how big a role he played in that. But yeah, watch this space now. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's blowing up. Yeah. Well, that is probably about <laughs> It, um, as mentioned, we have a competition running at the moment with Fit Pink Fitness, who are our sponsor for the month of January. So head over to no other crack pod, no other crack underscore pod <laughs> on Instagram. Any crack? To enter that. And it's kind of bad or sad that we're not doing any trivia today because today is actually National Trivia Day. Should that That's trivia. the trivia. but we're gonna leave it so yeah thanks everybody for listening and we shall chat to you all next week bye bye bye